0: This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind the scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar. We also have principal's second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue. And a couple of special guests have joined us this morning conductor Sarah Jobin and Clarence Smith of the Clarence Smith Community Chorus. Now, before we do anything, I have to put it out there that Clarence is the chairman of the WGTE board, so I have to be on my best behavior <laughs> this morning. So that's
1: why you were a tie. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So if I start to get off the rails, Zach, you know, just kick me under the table, and we'll we'll get focused again okay is this a okay, short joke because you know there's no way I can reach you from across the table <laughs> proverbially you can reach me from across the table now we have Sarah here and uh, Clarence here. can I call you Clarence is that Please okay do as opposed to Mr. Smith <laughs> Mr. Chairman yeah Mr. Chairman yes. <laughs> Chairman can I uh, call you Chairman Smith Chairman. How's that? I think
2: Clarence will be sufficient okay for now <laughs> we'll see how I do unless you misbehave yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, Halfway through the interview, he'll say, actually, I'd like you to call me
0: chairman again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, you two lovely folks have joined us to talk about this amazing concert that's happening this weekend. Kathleen Battle, Ms. Battle, is coming to Toledo. She is performing a program that she has taken all around the country. This is associated with the Underground Railroad. We're going to talk about that in a moment, but... First of all, the concert is Friday evening. It's March 16th at 7.30 p.m. at the Toledo Museum of Art, Paris Style. Tickets available at ToledoSymphony.com. You can also call that number. Let's see if I remember it now. 419 246 8000. Outstanding work, Brad yeah. Creswell. A round of applause, <laughs> if you <Hey>. please. <laughs> but uh, last time on Symphony Lab, we talked a little bit about uh, this North Star Festival that's ongoing. A lot of performances in the community. And um, we talked about the chamber concert that uh, you all did. But This time we are talking about Kathy Battle, but I wonder if we can go back a little bit and just uh, talk about the North Star Festival again. If you can just give us a little rundown on what that is for people who didn't hear our last episode. And if you didn't hear it, go
3: back and listen to it. It, (laughs) it, it, It's on the website. Well, North Star Festival is a chance for the Toledo Symphony to just scratch the surface of the incredibly rich contributions made by black musicians and really exploring them through the lens of Toledo's unique legacy as one of the critical stations of the Underground Railroad. So we're beginning with the spirituals that inspired warned, communicated, directed, rejuvenated their performers and their listeners and were exploring the musical legacy of the spiritual through chamber music, large-scale symphonic works, concerti, operas, but especially and most particularly through this concert with Kathleen Battle.
0: Yeah, now how long is the North Star Festival going on in total?
3: Well, we've been actually kind of doing this kind of since the middle of February. We actually did a kickoff event at Lathrop House in Sylvania last August. So, hmm. I guess you could say we've been doing this for 6 months, mm-hmm. but we we started this with a young people's concert in February. We've been visiting libraries all over the city throughout February and March. We just did the chamber concert at the Lucas County Main Library Winter Garden and we're starting to we're going to go all the way through the end of April. Yeah. Very exciting.
0: Wonderful. And folks can, of course, read all about it at uh, com. Now, Sarah Jobin, I, I, I haven't seen you since it was announced that you're you're leaving us. Mm. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. But good Thank for you. you, though. I mean, you're Thank off you. to other pastures. Yeah. Some exciting developments it's, for you.
4: It's good overall. I'm I'm taking everything that I learned in Toledo and yeah. bringing it with me.
0: Well, Zach and Merwin are here if you want to say anything to them. <laughs>
4: I love you guys. I mean, I look forward to coming back. I'm coming back for the Messiah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I saw you're also doing, uh, working with uh, Los Angeles Philharmonic next year, which is exciting. That's so cool. Sarah had something on her Facebook
1: page about that over the weekend. And it was really special to read it in print. You see, you know, Gustavo Dudamel, Sarah Jobin. (laughs) It's really wild.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. So happy for you, Sarah. Thank you. Well, you you are conducting this uh, concert. Uh, yeah. With Kathy Battle. I'm
4: excited to work with Miss Battle.
0: Can you tell us about, well, first of all, let's talk about the Underground Railroad. I mean, folks know what the Underground Railroad was, but just for due diligence, do you want to talk so, a little bit about this? So course? it
4: was not an actual railroad, right? But this was the path to freedom for people who were um, escaping from slavery and making it to the north. And Kathleen Battle is only doing this concert in cities that were part of the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. So we're very lucky that she's doing it in Toledo.
0: Yeah. Well, Toledo being one of those cities, we obviously. Were, yeah. We yeah. Were
4: uh, how
0: did this um, How did this concert come to be? I mean, I know that she's been, she, obviously Toledo was one of the stops. Did her people come to you or did you come to her or how did that? I saw her do this concert in New York about a year
1: and a half ago. Uh, she made her grand return to the Metropolitan Opera House after, um, 22 years. 22 years. There we go. (laughs) The Met was generous enough to invite her back uh, for what was um, a gala performance of what we'll see here. Uh, There was no orchestra at that performance, it was a choir and piano. Um, But they did a great job to bring the sense of the Underground Railroad. To the Met. They had wonderful artists uh, acting. Cicely Tyson uh, was acting as Harriet oh. Tubman. Um, there were beautiful words and quotes oh. during the performance uh, from abolitionists. And um, everybody in that huge, huge space was kind of brought into this sense of what we were celebrating. Um, and and it felt very much like a triumphant moment. And then mm-hmm. you start to think that here's we're sitting in the Met. Kathleen Battles back at the Met. That's a triumph. Um, we're we're celebrating uh, emancipation all these years later in a very triumphant way. And we're we're kind of connecting and having this dialogue through music, which I thought was was a very special time. Uh, so of course. I was interested in how do we bring this to Toledo? And uh, we were very lucky to have those discussions shortly thereafter. It really sold me on on this being a, an important milestone. Um, Kathy Battle is an Ohio native, and uh, we thought that it would make sense for her to come here um, as she approaches the twilight of her career. Yeah. Um, her voice is outstanding. I'm blown away as to how pure it is. Uh, it was always one of my favorite voices growing up listening to her recordings. Mm. Um, she had this gorgeous tone at the upper register. And sometimes you you get nervous that that's what fades with age. But it, it's still there. And it's still just as milky and yeah. dark as it ever was. It's beautiful. It's just fantastic.
0: Oh, well, I mean, she's somebody who went about as far as you can go. Uh, you know, in the world of, of classical music, as a mm-hmm. singer, and
4: a superstar. Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. So it's fabulous that she's coming to Toledo and bringing this specific program here. I think is is really interesting.
4: And I just want to make the point that we're doing it with full orchestra, and we're expecting a hundred choir members on stage. So it's going to be speaking a very of which, full stage. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Clarence, big sound. <laughs> <laughs> am,
0: am I still allowed to call you Clarence? Doing okay? Oh uh, yes, okay. sounding good. Now, I I understand that you were happy when you were approached with the idea of singing with Ms. Battle.
2: (laughs) Uh, Putting it in the most reserved terms, yes, uh, we were elated. (laughs) Uh, I mean, what a a tremendous opportunity. It's going to be historical for Toledo to have someone of her stature uh, come to Toledo to perform. But in addition to that, to have an African-American. Of that stature as well, coming to Toledo yeah. and then the opportunity to sing with her and then doing Negro spirituals, which is, you know, that's, one of the things, that's right. Yeah. That's one of the things, you know, it's our bread and butter. Um, we love spirituals and to have an opportunity to sing it with her right. um, is a once in a lifetime.
0: How, how do your members feel about it? I imagine they feel mm. <laughs> pretty good as well. Huh?
2: Oh, at least. Um, yeah. I mean, they're they're very much dedicated to this project. Uh, we're into extra rehearsals and, and the whole bit. Yeah. It's going to be a glorious event. I should also mention that uh, we're glad to have joining us uh, the Voices of BGSU Concert Choir uh, from, obviously, Bowling Green State University. Right. An absolutely phenomenal group. And uh, the two groups are coming together to to support Ms. Uh, battle.
0: Can you talk a little bit about uh, the community chorus, the Clarence Smith Community Chorus? Uh, just so for for folks who are not as familiar with it.
2: For sure, uh, this is our forty second season. Uh, I started it when I was four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, well, not quite four, but um, four and a half. Four and a half, right. <laughs> uh, so, this is our 42nd season. We do a wide variety of music. Um, I used to say that we've done everything but um, country western, and then a few, well, I guess about 15, 20 years ago, uh, there was a traveling theatrical troupe that was going around the city, uh, actually around Bowling Green, and they asked us to accompany. Uh, the theatrical group, and lo and behold, one of the pieces that we had to do was country western. So I think we've done a little bit of everything from jazz, gospel, uh, but but our bread and butter is really Negro spirituals. Yeah. But, but we love it all.
0: Well, you have a, a distinguished background in, in uh, education and, and music. You want to tell us a little bit about your path to being a choir director?
2: <laughs> well, that was a long path. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm from Toledo. And I went to Scott High School. I graduated from Scott High School. While I was there, uh, I was in choir four years. The choir director, David Carter, um, had actually been my junior high school director as well. And it was really, along with my background, my family's very musical. Uh, that plus, uh, well, him being just a major character and his love for all kinds of music. Um, Led me into music, period. Yeah, And from there, I went to Miami University, graduated from there, came back to Toledo, and I was teaching junior high school music. And uh, lo and behold, uh, David Carter was retiring. He was transferring from Scott High School, which left an opening. So um, I thought about it about four seconds, especially (laughs) because the junior high school job I had was pushing a piano from room to room, literally a piano from room to room to to teach it. So you can imagine it was an awful lot of temptation to to leave as quickly as possible. Um, So I went to Scott High School and I was there as a choir director for let's see, I think it was about sixteen years. Mm. And while we were there, we did all kinds of music uh, once again, uh, which is. You know, I guess it reflects my my diversity of interests. Yeah. And so um, uh, from there, I um, went into administration. But during the same time, I started the Clarence Smith Community Course.
0: Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of, of the African-American spiritual oh, yes. in, in, in mm-hmm. history and in music? Yes.
2: Uh, of course, uh, what brought Negro spirituals to the international stage was Fist Jubilee Singers, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they toured it, and then all of a sudden uh, people started to say, well, this really is beautiful. Prior to that, of course, Negro spirituals uh, were being sung by the slaves, which is the tradition yeah. that it came from, and they were used for a variety of things. Uh, be it communication about trying to escape, uh, to a religious service. Um, even the slave owners used it as part of the entertainment. Uh, so, and then it was used as a way of maintaining work schedules in the field because of the yeah. rhythmic nature of it. So it was out of that tradition that we have Negro spirituals. Um, and our choir, uh, of course, we're doing the concertized version, Negro spirituals, not as they would have been done in the fields, but, um, in the process of translating it, moving it from the fields to the concert stage, I think the essence of the spirituals, the, the essential message, the heart, um, the concern, in some cases, the pain, um, I think all of that has been preserved. And, um, it's, it's, it's part of the legacy that's, that is, America, not just black folks, but America. And it's important that that we realize that and understand it and appreciate it. That's one of the beauties of the spiritual, that it transcends culture people of any kind of background can relate to some of the messages that are a part of the Negro spirituals. That's part of what happened when Fizz Jubilee took it on tour. All of a sudden, a European audience could relate to it, and then the U.S. said, well, if they can like it, maybe we're missing something. Yeah. And then that, that also raised the profile of, of the Negro spirituals and, it, and its acceptability, if you will, right. uh, for the concert stage.
0: Well, and it has to be said, I mean, it is, uh, there's some amazing music. Oh, as yes. well, and the marriage of music and words and history there is really unmatched, I think, in the in the repertoire.
2: Yeah, and one of the things that is said that the Negro spirituals that opportunity to hear the slave story out of the mouths of the slaves. Yeah, uh, it's them recounting the story, the pain, the feeling, the challenges that they that they uh, had. Um, so, in that sense, it's also a, a unique narrative.
0: Yeah, uh, Clarence Smith and his community uh, chorus. Performing with Kathleen Battle. Again, the concert is uh, Friday evening at 7.30 p.m. March 16th at the Toledo Museum of Art Paris style. Tickets available at ToledoSymphony.com or 419-246-8000. You can also, I imagine, show up at the door and play ticket roulette, see see if they'll let you in. So, uh, Clarence, how am I doing? I can still call you Clarence.
2: Yes, you're doing an outstanding job.
0: <laughs> Until we step out of the room, That's that'll be I'm Mr. Smith. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence is the chairman of uh,
1: my board of directors. So, You know, Brad, I'm looking at uh, the email exchange between Clarence and Sarah. This is a, a year ago or more. Um and and Sarah has asked <laughs> you to participate in this concert, Clarence, and, and you responded, Kathleen Battle for exclamation <laughs> Exclamation points. point, exclamation. I point. think you should have him read it.
4: <laughs> would, emoji, would you emoji. To? <laughs>
1: it says OMG, if there's any way possible <laughs> for us to participate, we would love to. And you said, I saw an announcement about her concert on Facebook a couple weeks ago. I sent that notice to our members in hopes of organizing a group to go. So you're just looking to attend? Yes, right. Um, yeah. But to well, be able to sing going. with her <laughs> yeah. would be fantastic and historic. Do you want to talk a little bit about why it means so much to you to perform with Kathleen Battle?
2: Well, it means a lot to me on, on so many different levels. Uh, As you know, I'm an educator as well. And then here's an opportunity um, for uh, our community to hear spirituals and hear a voice that uh, is just phenomenal. It's it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime kinds of experiences. So from the educational standpoint, I think it's important for us to be aware. I think it's important for African-Americans to be aware of Kathleen Battle. Obviously, opera is not one of the... um, Ordinary venues that that African Americans participate in, or and in some cases don't have a lot of appreciation for. It. This is an opportunity to broaden that audience. Mm-hmm. Um, we are performing, of course, but in the process of us performing. Uh, <laughs> I think we have a party of of at least 50 or 60 (laughs) people that have purchased tickets that would be in the audience uh, to hear this concert. So it's taking on a stature within our community that is significant. Um, Also, just culturally speaking, uh, uh, it's important for us to hear that kind of voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I I've listened mm. to recordings. I've, I've never had the opportunity to hear her in person, but I've heard all kinds of recordings and, and and I've seen videos of her, and it is a moving experience. What she can do with her voice is 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 just amazing. It's one of the best machines I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it can be
1: just fiercely powerful and yeah. then just float up to the most delicate high note. Yeah. And you know, if you've ever been in the in the presence of great singers, there's this sort of palpable energy that if you're standing a foot away from them, it, your hair will blow back, yeah. right? Yeah. Um but I mean it really is to be in the presence of genius to oh, see her.
2: It, it really is. So I think it's going to be a unique opportunity for us. Um, I think it's going to be even more special um, for African-Americans. And I want to thank the symphony uh, for for making this happen. Uh, This is a a unique opportunity uh, from an inclusion standpoint. That's another one of the hats that I wear as a Mm -hmm. uh, diversity consultant. From an inclusion Mm -hmm. standpoint, this is a significant program. Mm -hmm. Um, There are going to be obviously a lot more African-Americans in the audience than usually are there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to be back. I'm sure of that, after hearing her. Also, it takes some of the um, uh, strangeness of the peristyle and the symphony. Yes, there is a communication that occurs, once again, that transcends culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, Regardless of who you are, you can appreciate the musicality and the message and, and the level of expertise that's going to be demonstrated that day.
0: Well, go ahead,
2: Sarah. And I
4: just want to say it's such a privilege for us to be able to work with the Clarence Smith Community Chorus and also with Voices from BGSU, which is directed by Christopher Carter, who's an incredibly talented student. He's still a student, but he's a, also a fantastic director. Yes, he is. And um, it's just such a privilege for us to have these two groups in town that we get to collaborate with Um It's a huge privilege for me. Well, we
2: thank you for the opportunity, and there's nothing (laughs) more exciting than singing with an orchestra. Yeah. And it is, that's a mind-blowing experience by itself. So we are excited, in case you haven't picked up on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, I want to ask, uh, just pick your brain a little bit about sort of a peripheral uh, subject here. And, And you mentioned, Clarence, that... This concert with Kathy Battle will provide a draw for many more African Americans than you would normally see, perhaps at a symphony concert. Diversity and reaching diverse audiences, it's its always a challenge for the performing arts organizations that sort of come from that European tradition. And I'm wondering if anybody has any thoughts about how to better reach those audiences. I mean, you have experience with that with your chorus.
2: Yes. Well, I I think this is a good example of it. Uh, The fact that we are bringing together African Americans because it's important that they also be performing Mm -hmm. and not just Mm -hmm. something that's being done for them, Mm -hmm. but an actual, you know, actually an equal participant in the experience. Um, I think the music itself, we have the opportunity of a symphonic um, ensemble that is accompanying um, the chorus, but the type of music that we're doing. You know comes from the african American tradition, yeah. so that's going to draw a link, so it's all of these various um linkages, if you will, that will help to um diversify the audience and help us all to see that there's something to be offered because ideally what would happen is as we have this melting together of of, of at least two cultures coming together um is that non, not only will African-Americans and others attend more symphony concert programs, but also some of those audience members will hear these, hear these African-American, primarily African-American choirs, because both groups are, are mixed, but primarily African-American choirs and want to follow them. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's that cross-pollination that's going to help enrich our culture that yeah. much more, our general Toledo culture that much more. Yeah, There but. is
1: something to be said, though, is that the, the community of Toledo is so lucky to have so many artistic partners, and the symphony is really lucky to bring everybody together in this. I mean, it, the, the strength of our community is, is through expression, and I'm very excited that we get to share that expression on one
0: stage.
3: Yeah. I think that's actually maybe a really wonderful tie-in because one of the things that we've looked as we move towards our 75th anniversary is we've been the Toledo Symphony for 74 years. We've just, for this 75th year, we're really trying to take, that extra effort to make the apostrophe S Toledo Symphony really means something. And we've been talking so much about history and so much about stories and also so much about talent. And one of the wonderful things about Toledo is it's a repository of such wonderful history, so much of it to do with the Underground Railroad, but also so much wonderful talent. And it is really a privilege for the Toledo Symphony to really be Toledo Symphony and to represent in all of its diversity and all of its you know all of those wonderful stories all of that talent to be able to work with them on all of our stages it's it's far from limiting it's empowering it's really really exciting to program that way
4: yeah and you know thanks to saint martin de we've been doing black history month concerts for 28 years Mm -hmm. i think every year but i also want to say that That, you know, with multiculturalism and music, the thing about music is that it has the power to transcend whatever social boundaries that we think we have or that are there. Um, I mean, I can remember singing in a gospel choir at Glide Memorial Church for I was in the choir like full time for nine years. I still consider myself a member. But those performances i was simultaneously working at san francisco opera so i'd be at san francisco opera all week and then glide church on sunday morning and you know we're always reaching for that experience where you just lose yourself in the music and (laughs) not to speak anything against san francisco opera but we reached that more um consistently on sunday mornings in that (laughs) gospel choir and you know every sunday morning we were there and You would just lose yourself in the music and become a part of something bigger than yourself. You just find that you're all connected. Well,
0: I mean, uh, from my own experience, I remember going to a a gospel service once with a friend of mine in in Brooklyn. It was the first time I had ever been exposed to actual, uh, in context, uh, gospel music in church. And... It was just sort of a whirlwind of emotions and how the, the music swept me up. And my friend leaned over me and said, do you feel better? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. that's the point. Yeah. right?" So the it's music that really gets inside of you.
1: Is yes. there something on the so
0: program? So come
4: on Friday night because that's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you, Sarah. Is and there something on the
1: program and... that will sweep us up? Is there something that... that means so much to you or you Clarence that you're just you're really looking forward to sharing with the with the community words that really stand out to you um music that really moves you
4: I think we should just go down this list I mean you know starting with Lord how come we hear go down Moses
2: well there's some very interesting arrangements that are here Mm that in many cases they're not the usual arrangements I'm thinking of uh go down Moses where um I think it's very moving at the same time, it's a challenging piece because the tonalities keep shifting, yeah. Um, reflecting the sort of wandering about uh, that, that's going on that the Israelites were experiencing, uh, tying that to, uh, you know, uh, the slavery experience and the struggles there and the challenges that were felt, and at the same time, the feeling that God has his hands in this, that God ultimately will bring us from whatever this negative experience, this traumatic experience that we're going through. So I think that, that the audience will find that very moving. Mary Had a Baby is another one of the selections that we're doing. Traditional piece, uh, it really showcases Miss Battle uh, phenomenally well. I mean, yeah. her control is, you know, just out of this world. Um,
4: this Little Light of Mine. Yes. I mean, balm, there's a balm in Gilead. He's got the whole yeah. world in his hand.
2: And then we even have a, a sort of a gospel kind of feel. I don't feel no ways tired. I'm interested to see how uh, how gospelish we're going to get on that one.
0: <laughs> but uh, so there's there's
2: that diversity, even within the, the Black experience, that's going to be uh, a part of this concert. And the traditional, let us break bread together. It's a beautiful arrangement that's being done. Uh, and one of my favorite Negro spirits, he's got the whole world in his hand, um, a choral and soloist arrangement um i love that song yeah. just with the soloist uh i and, and then having the choir back that up it will be a special moment
4: oh, Swing yeah. low, yeah. sweet chariot sounds
0: yeah. fantastic yeah.
2: and then we're going to close with the very voice the and King. sing the um, carter arrangement of it yeah which is uh, the the concert expanded oh <laughs> uh <laughs> big blowout and they're yeah. going to be all of 100 voices wow. singing yeah. it at the same time a-
0: and i assume that'll be a sing-along
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Folks folks can sing along if they so choose. Well, the concert is uh, Friday evening at 7.30 p.m. at the Toledo Museum of Art Peristyle. Kathleen Battle Underground Railroad, A Spiritual Journey. Uh, Just sounds like such a fantastic uh, evening that we have in store. And we should mention that uh, you folks are making available uh, uh, group discounts. So I know... People from my church are coming en masse. Uh, if there are any other churches out there, organizations, and you want to get some people together, do that. Call up the box office, tell them you have a group, and they'll cut you a deal. 419 246 is the phone number, or at ToledoSymphony.com. I want to thank Zach and Merwin, our, our usual panelists here, but also Conductor Sarah Jobin, and Clarence Smith of conductor the Clarence, Clarence Smith. Smith. Conductor Clarence Smith. Conductor Clarence Smith. Chairman well, Clarence Smith. Chairman Smith. <laughs> There's so many, I, you know, I'm going to say Clarence as often as I can before we get out of the room, because then it's, it's back to Mr. Smith. Chairman of the uh, Board of Directors here at WGTE, as well as the founder and conductor of the Clarence Smith Community Chorus, which will be performing along with the voices at BGSU. Great big giant 100 voice chorale backing up Kathleen Battle. And, of course, the Toledo Symphony will be there as well. Toledo Symphony Lab is generously underwritten by a gift from the estate of Barbara Garwood and is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab or by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts. And remember, you can check out all the upcoming events... At the uh, Symphony by visiting their website, that's at ToledoSymphony.com, and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Brad Cresswell. You've been listening to Toledo Symphony Lab here on FM 91.